0: The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday.
1: All right. We did it. Welcome to the Dave Campbell's Texas Football, Texas Football Today pre-show. What's going on?
0: Hello. Let's
1: we'll see who's in the first. I'm going to take so this is, um, is it going to be McSpadden or Agnew first in the house today? So this Paul is,
0: Roberts, maybe? Who's it going um, to be? I thought I had a graphic for you powers
1: a graphic
2: like a new show graphic yeah like
0: well the one that's like
1: oh for the tweet the tweet machine jeremiah's peralta first Misael, second there it is daniel agnew third dang oh, so, it now, daniel. so now it's like i had I had, it, I had money on you first so
0: now it's like a race
1: i don't know i've just gotten so used to seeing all these guys here every day i i don't know what to do when uh I don't know I don't know I can never predict who the first one's gonna be.
0: Yeah. You can never they these these people, these yeah. people are unpredictable. Um sorry, I'm getting tweets ready.
1: All around us it's not like you, it's, not, it's not like you've been doing anything all day.
2: It's almost like signing day and state championship it's games, <laughs> and everything is, like, converging o- upon us all at once. When
0: is, almost. When, is, uh, when is the early signing period?
2: December 19th through 21st, Wednesday through Friday.
0: Of course, during state championship. Yeah, the during, worst during time s- possible. Co- <sighs>
1: Misael, getting a shout-out to my Liverpool. Thank you. The miracle happened. I don't know how they did it. The last 30 minutes where my heart was going to jump out of my chest. Rob Hathaway, what's going on in Southlake today, my man?
0: Hello. Hello, all. Um. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to report. If you're at, if you're wondering, so I'm kind of dressed up, although I'm not normally undressy.
1: See, I, I did the sneaky thing where I had the bomber jacket to put put on over yeah. the dress shirt. See, so we've got yeah, yeah we've none got, the wiser.
0: We've got um important folks in yeah. the office. Yeah, we've got the um, coach Martin. Zach
1: Bird's in the house.
0: What? Why? He's he's here to. I th- thought we I thought we banned we him. We didn't
1: ban him. We didn't ban him, and he's he, he's 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 got the uh, I guess the thing the theme this year is Mart, where the A is the six.
0: Oh, oh, I like that. Okay,
1: I don't mind that. I don't mind.
0: I do like that. Um, so.
1: Well, Miziel says I'm also glad Tottenham won. My two favorite EPL clubs, sir. You need to pick one. Yes. Real fans, pick one.
0: Why don't you choose Queens Park Rangers? The
1: you know the worst the worst fans of any sport are always. Uh, uh, you'd like I have, I have different teams or uh, different teams of different different leagues or divisions. Oh, uh, like I'm a I'm a Texas and a St. Louis fan.
0: No, you're not. Uh, <laughs> so my father.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Right, you know this. Yes. My first of, Cubs and
0: Rangers, right? Uh, it's Cubs and Rangers. Give me a. But there was a moment when he was even claiming the White Sox because uh, now he. Now here's the thing, my father is a Southsider. He's yeah. from you know 178th right. and. Mm-hmm. Pulaski. Yeah. He's like, he's very sider, So he should be a White Sox guy. But to hear him say it, he was an usher growing up. And so he would like, he would ush. What is, what do you call, what is, <laughs> what, is, what, is the, what is the art of ushering? Ushing? I, 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 ush? I don't know. To ush? I mean. To ush? I just know the usher. Yeah. yeah let's, let's conjugate usher. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, but he would work at Wrigley and he would work at Comiskey. And so he claims. Yeah. He claims a bunch of different teams. Okay. He claims them. He claims. No. Uh, the Rangers. Of course, we've been season ticket holders for a while. He claims the the Braves sometimes because we live. We went to two Braves World Series. To be fair, when oh, yeah. we lived in Atlanta. So
2: I mean, you can root, but you can fairly root for a National League and an American League team. You couldn't root for two American. <laughs> that League teams. I, that
0: I agree with. I don't. I don't know, Max. What is your opinion on that? You no. think you got to pick one baseball team? My
1: whole thing has always been, like, if you live in a city where your team does not reside and you go to the games and you want to put a cap on, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, bottom line, your team is your team. I agree. Right. I mean, I'm, I would go to Mets games in New York because I really didn't care, but I'd put a Mets hat on and hang out in the stands and have a good time, and that was the end of it. That was, that's it. Like, if, yeah, but if, if you, the Red but, Sox ever played them. But if you
0: were really – if you were at – them were, to the ground. If you were at City Field for the purposes of, um, for the like, wearing a hat for the actual – Rooting for what you were actually rooting yeah. for, you just have a beer hat on. Probably. Yeah. Probably. be rooting for beer.
1: Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, I
2: don't know. I, ca- I can speak to the fact that I can root for the Cowboys, Yeah. but I grew up a Bengals fan. It's just hard to be a Bengals fan. It's hard to
0: be both of those things. Definitely.
2: But it's easier to be a Cowboys fan than it is to be a Bengals fan. Sometimes. That is true. No, is he there's much more history with the I Cowboys. That's true. They are, that's true. I mean, especially this season. Yeah. Yeah. oh for
0: sure i mean but i i don't know i've i always so i am i'm am an n f l agnostic i don't really have an n f l team but I enjoy the product but i will say I, i've i mentioned this before i am so glad i'm not a cowboys fan because i don't need that pain in my life <laughs> yeah. i've got enough sports pain in my their life. their
1: misery is entertaining for all yeah. of us before we start the show yes. Miziel says shout out to greg and uh, Tep and step it was a great listen this week uh he had it on uh, two times the speed to save himself forty five yeah players. it's an so hour
3: it and a half
0: pain. it's a it's a huge yeah. one and the thing is, so I don't listen to podcasts at twice speed. I don't. I, apparently, I'm the minority, though. P- apparently, talking at twice speed. I didn't uh, even listen. know it was a thing until yeah. now. Yeah. Apparently, people are like, oh, I don't have time to spend 30 minutes with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> or listen to it in I've, the car. I'll or... give you 15. Give you 15. Uh, Tight 15. Anyway. Um, but that, uh, I appreciate you, watch, uh, you listening. If you haven't seen it, uh, the new Tep and Step is up for Insiders. Uh, it's the final episode of the season, so we went big. Uh, so, go listen to that. In the meantime... Hit the theme expo. You got it. Yes! Yes! Y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show that feels like it's being watched. My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre Internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating what would have been his 103rd birthday today. Happy birthday to Frank Sinatra.
1: Hey, 103 right. today. Okay, uh, chairman of the board. I
0: wonder what I wonder what he's doing today. Yeah. Um Anyway, I bet, cool. it's fun. Yeah. I, bet it's, I bet it's fun. I bet it's fun. Exactly. That other voice you hear, of course, is Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. We'll get to him in just a moment. Today is Wednesday, December 12th, 2018, 350 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 679, 679, Fernando Tatis' OPS in his illustrious Texas sure, Rangers career. 155 games from 97 to 98, most notable for.
1: Uh, Two Grand Slams in one inning. Two
0: Grand Slams in one inning. Well done, Max Thompson. Yeah, I got you. Uh, On today's show, guys, we've got This Week in Cruton with our friends, uh, Next Level Athlete and Greg Powers joining us. And then, back half of the show, we're bringing him back. We decided to renew his contract. We will talk with the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer, the great Craig Way, um, who, of course, will be calling, I think, six state championship games, maybe seven. Is that all? Next week. Um, uh, for Fox Sports Southwest. So we will talk with him about the state semifinals, uh, a few other things. We will talk with the Hall of Famer Craigway coming up here at the back half of the show. <coughs> I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers, and this is This Week in Crutin'. This Week in Recruiting from our friends at Next Level Athlete, we're joined by Greg Powers, our high school football and recruiting Guru around here. We got to get you like a really cool title around here. Like, Guru works. Recruiting Insider is good, but we can come up with something bigger and super. Can't go
2: Swami. Well, not with that attitude. You can't. Can't go Swami. Okay. There's only one Swami, and that's who it is. Sure. Okay.
0: Um, But in any case, we're joined by Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete, as we always are here every Wednesday on Texas Football Today. Talking this week in recruiting, and uh, a lot to get to. First of all, what games did you go to this past weekend? Oh,
2: so many. So many games, but the highlight I think, was really a lot. The Brock shallow water game yeah, was you were out there absolutely with, with the crew. amazing. Duncanville was such a huge surprise uh, to route South Lake Carroll the way that they mm-hmm. did i didn 't think anybody expected that that, uh-huh. but I was also there for. The other games as as well on Saturday at the Frisco-Ford Center. The,
0: um, we're going to talk about, you know, that, that's actually an excellent segue to our first topic. We're going to talk about the recruit of the week. The recruit of the week uh, is Duncanville athlete Jaquindon Jackson. Uh, the Duncanville, he's playing quarterback for them. Right. And uh, boy, howdy, did he put on a show against Southlake Carroll.
2: Well, the thing that I really liked about Jackson's game is the fact that he's one of those type of kids who... Even if it didn't look like something good was going to happen, he could make it happen. And here's highlights exclusively of him playing in this South Lake Carroll game. And you can see he's a bruiser of a runner. Mm -hmm. He's not just a guy who can make big plays happen with his arm. Uh, When his team needed a first down, he pulled it down. And once they started rolling downhill with him – Uh, the Southlake defense was really out of sorts. Yeah,
0: it it seems like this is a kid who's got really good pocket presence. And, and, you know, one thing that I I find whenever I'm watching quarterbacks is there are a lot of quarterbacks who are really quick to run, to want to run. And he seems like, I'm willing to hang in there, but if I need to run, I've got the tools to do it. They didn't have to
2: complete a lot of passes to win that game, so some credit to the Duncanville defense as well. I mean, it wouldn't be fair to say – just JaQuindon Jackson was the star of that show. Chris Thompson came up. He's mm-hmm. a big, another big 2020 recruit for Duncanville and uh, de T.J. McDaniel and mm-hmm. uh, really set the tone, I think, early on in that game for what it was going to be like. Uh, so Duncanville gets a true test this week against Allen, uh, another true test. At AT&T, I think that game's at 4 p.m. on Saturday. And some people are calling it the potential Game of the Year, and Jackson, who has offers from schools already like Alabama, Baylor, LSU, Oklahoma, TCU, Texas, Texas A&M, and Texas Tech, I mean, and that's (laughs) just the tip of the iceberg for his offer list, uh, will be a factor in that game.
0: He's a stud, 6'2", 205, and still still just a junior for Duncanville, but his biggest game yet uh, this week uh, against Allen. Let's move on to our Commit of the Week. Uh, let's go out to the Permian Basin to the pride of Odessa, Odessa Permian, and 2019 offensive lineman Landon Peterson. Uh, he certainly passes the measurables test, 6'6", 265, but uh, he made his call this week.
2: Yeah, and he committed to Texas Tech. He was a one-time Baylor commitment, and I want to say that he is Matt Wells' first true new mm-hmm. commitment for Texas Tech. Alex Hogan was one time on that Texas Tech commitment list and recommitted this week. Uh, but Peterson was kind of wide open as that coaching staff was in flux. Uh, likes Texas Tech and and wants to stay closer to home, and I c- I can certainly understand that. Uh, he picked the Red Raiders all over offers from, of course, Baylor, Colorado, Illinois, Virginia, Washington State, SMU, in-state offer for him. But those were like the P5 schools that were really coming after him. And I think uh, you can see by watching his highlight tape, he's and of course playing in that Permian offense that he's a guy who's ahead of the game from a run blocking perspective Mm -hmm. uh we'll have to develop his pass pro technique on the next level but uh definitely is a guy who is physically capable to be a good college blocker
0: and at 6'6 265 plenty of frame to add some weight onto that too do you see him as a as a tackle at the next level i think his position flexibility is
2: probably one of his biggest strengths and and Probably a guard mm-hmm. f- from watching his tape, just because he's such a great run blocker. But if he can develop as a pass blocker, I do think he has the requisite size to to be a tackle.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's he's a he's a big boy, and he's uh, a big get for Matt Wells, uh, the new staff out there at Texas Tech. Talking with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at gpower79, and follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at Next Level D One. Uh, and of course, get involved with the show using hashtag TF Today. All right, let's talk underclassmen. And we were talking about one underclassman quarterback who dazzled at the star last week. Let's talk about another 2020 quarterback who dazzled at the star. Highland Park quarterback Chandler Morris, um, the son of uh, Arkansas coach Chad Morris. And you know, Max Thompson and, and I uh, were talking about this, and and he's very. I think that there's going to be a natural inclination to compare him to John Stephen Jones. You have to. But he's a—he seems like a very different quarterback than him.
2: But when the chips were down, it was yeah. the same. results yeah. produced the same. Yes, you know. So he was a guy who, down twenty-one, he didn't uh, bat an eye. That stepped up when the the team needed mm-hmm. him and got Highland Park what it's used to. Yeah, a win in the playoffs. I mean. Highland Park, do we talk about them much? I mean, yeah, they, I know.
0: can they win football games? I don't know, man. But they were I mean, he showed a ton of moxie in this game, but but you know, the thing that strikes me about him, I do not think and I want to hear uh, you know, those are if some you great think,
2: photos, by the yeah.
1: way. I man, that, that photographer <laughs> is real good. Um
0: I, I wanna I, I wanna see if you agree with this. I don't think he is the same kind of gunslinger that John Stephen Jones was. I don't think that he is as good of a runner as John Steven Jones was. But I think he might be more accurate with the ball. I mean, he's got, he's, he, he seems, it seems like every throw he made was on the money against John Tyler.
2: Well, the one thing that I remember watching from John Stephen Jones over the last few years is that there was always, there was always a wildness about his game. Yeah. That you thought, can he do it? Is he going to mm-hmm. be able to do it? And then he did, mm-hmm. he always did do it. Uh, was always able to help them pull off a a miraculous win, but there was always a certain level of doubt when watching him play that he might not be able to. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember standing on the sidelines of this game on Saturday, and I said to somebody, I said, look, if they're within 21 points with uh, seven minutes left to go, I think Highland Park's going to find a way to win this game, and they did. Mm -hmm. And really, I thought that Chandler showed great leadership skills, Um, whereas John Stephen Jones was – much more crazy with the ball in his hands. Free Freewheeling. Freewheeling. Chandler Morris plays underneath a certain amount of control. You can tell that he's a coach's son is the, probably the best mm-hmm. way to describe it. Um, and didn't take a lot of chances with the football. He knew where to put it. He made the right reads. And especially down the stretch, finding the crossing routes, come open, uh, getting the ball in the hands, when to pull it down, when not to pull it down. Uh, I think he's a very smart quarterback. Uh, and
0: then let's talk about our prospect on the rise. Uh, boy, this guy's certainly on the rise. Four-pin Marshall athlete, Devon Achain. Um, this guy, we've been doing highlights of him on High School Scoreboard Live on Fox right. Sports Southwest all year long. This kid is uh, unbelievable. Is it not a surprise to look at his offer list and see that there's
2: only four schools on it? I mean, how? How this I have guy, no idea. This guy,
0: I think, has been one of the most – dynamic and explosive playmakers in the state all year long. Two For an in, offense where it's hard to stand out.
2: Two in-state offers so far, Houston and SMU. Only Power 5 offer from Ole Miss. I think he's a guy who would fit really well into a Baylor offensive system. Mm-hmm. Maybe a Texas Tech offensive system now. I don't know exactly what position fits him best on the next level, whether he'll be a slot-wide receiver or a running back. Uh, but he looks good as a running back. To me, <laughs> Has speed. And really, we see him listed at five nine one seventy. When correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. when you've watched those highlights, this is like when you see him on the tape. He's a dude. He doesn't
0: look he five plays nine one seventy. Oh right. yeah.
2: So I mean, and I'm let's rem-
0: let's remember, this was the guy who basically was playing wildcat quarterback for M- for Ben Marshall right. before Malik Hornsby was ruled eligible by the UIL. He's a versatile guy. He's a quick guy, and I'll tell you that. Uh, you're right. He plays bigger than he is, but then in space, like there's not a foot race. He's not. He's gonna lose. Like right. he is. He's the fastest guy on the field too.
2: Fifteen touchdowns so far in four games in the playoffs. Jeez. So I mean, he's been producing as well. And I, I would I would like to point out thoughts and prayers with the Fort Ben Marshall For sure. family this year. Football family. Big playoff game, but they're. Uh, Thinking about more than that. This
0: yeah, week. obviously. Um, uh, if you hadn't heard, there was a tragedy down there in Fort Bend with one of their players, um, um being killed. Uh, it's 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 sad times uh, down there in Fort Bend. They're going to try to to rally to play Corpus Christi Cal Allen uh, this week Greg Powers, the next little athlete, joining us. All right, I'm gonna, I'm going to put you on the spot here. And we okay. we we did not talk about this uh, what's going to happen, but oh no. Uh-oh. Um, last week you saw Duncanville, okay, and I know you've seen Allen. I'm not going to make you to, ask you to give a pick. Spot. I have a pick. I do, oh, do have you? a pick. Yeah, okay, I fine. Do. I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but if, if you want to.
2: Throw
1: those cards down.
2: I think I think, out of all the teams I've watched play this year yes. that Allen and Duncanville have the two best 6A defenses that I've seen. Interesting. And I think that Allen is going to be able to make Duncanville a bit more one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. And I think that that gives Allen an edge in this game. Okay. I think that Duncanville is going to have to prove that it can throw the football and score points with Allen to win the game because okay. Allen's defense... Uh, is just as good probably as Duncanville's. Mm -hmm. They're on equal terms. And the one thing that concerned me if if I'm watching the Duncanville defense is the fact that R.J. Mickens was able to beat them deep. Mm -hmm. And Allen has this receiver named Theo Weiss. You might have heard of him. I've heard his name. (laughs) Uh, He's pretty good. I'm familiar. He's bigger than R.J. Mickens. He's uh, got more experience than R.J. Mickens, and I think that if they don't bracket him, he's going to really – go after that defense. And they have some other weapons as, as well. Seldon Manning, a, a great player. Uh, so I'm hedging my bet towards Allen in this game. Wouldn't be surprised if Duncanville's is able to rise up. Uh, but that's a lot to ask, I think, for a team to beat a Southlake Carroll and then ride that same momentum wave and try to take out an Allen.
0: And then there's one other one. You, you saw Highland Park with their crazy comeback against John Tyler. I know you've also seen Dent Ryan this yep. week. This is the third semi, third year in a row they're going to meet in the semifinals. I'm interested in your, uh, your your analysis on that one too. I haven't.
2: Thought a lot about this game, as much about it. I did watch Denton Ryan again last week, so I've seen Highland Park twice. I've seen Denton Ryan twice. I would probably pick Highland Park until they get beat, but mm-hmm. I would not be surprised at all to see Denton Ryan win this game. The one thing that I love about Denton Ryan is that they were able to get pressure on the quarterback from – multiple facets of their defense Mm -hmm. they're not just like a one trick pony i mean they have a a young defensive end named jatavian sanders who's pretty good Mm -hmm. but they've got other defenders and i think the x factor in that game could be drew sanders i mean this guy is all over the place for them. yeah six four six five kid playing middle linebacker committed to oklahoma Uh, if i had an x factor in that game it would be him and that might you know
0: Say didn't didn't rind by one, but I really yeah. That game I mean, it's coin a coin flip, flip game. game, exactly, and and that's I, I that's how I see it too. I see it I see both those games as actually very very close, and if you want to say it's too close to call, I, I'd certainly buy it. But um, but yeah, that's that that's very interesting. I, I know that you've seen you're up close and personal with all those teams, so I figured I would get your take the on that. the
2: one thing that concerns me about Highland Park, and we've talked about Chandler Morris um, replacing John Stephen mm-hmm. Jones, and they haven't had much of a drop off at the quarterback position, uh, the Saustad kid. Yeah, gone. I mean, because he was a true go-to guy at receiver, uh, outmatched many of the defensive backs he lined up against. Do they have that guy in this offense? I don't think so. The defense is a great unit, yeah, uh, but they don't have the skill that Denton Ryan has, yeah. and I don't think that they had the speed that John Tyler had, and that's why they were their backs were against the wall in that game. So Denton Ryan may have the perfect spor- storm for that game with Billy Bowman, mm-hmm. uh, a guy you can rely on on offense and Drew Sanders a big time playmaker on both sides of the football. Uh, and they don't make a lot of mistakes and they create a lot of turnovers. Yeah. That's the thing that Denton Ryan does well. But the one thing
0: you, you said that I think just rings true and I can't I can't shake is until Denton Ryan beats Highland Park, it's like he, right. he like you, you have a hard time picking it You so. can't
2: pick against Highland Park until it actually happens. I don't think anybody like if you were saying look, I bet my paycheck that Highland Park is going to lose this game. No one would take that. No, no absolutely. one would do it. Them or Allen. I mean, right. both both those
0: things. So it's 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 a, a great week of the state semifinals. Uh, you, of course, will be a part of our state championship coverage. Can't wait. It's, it's going to be, be a lot of fun. Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at gpower79 and follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at nextleveld1. Powers appreciate your time. I'll see you. I'll Thanks see you man. in Arlington, buddy. Let's do it. All right, there he goes. Greg Powers, Next Level Athlete, this week in Creighton. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, Talking Football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook Facebook.com, slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram Instagram.com, slash Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Now, why the heck would you want to do that? Well, you get two magazines. You get the 2018 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. If you're a subscriber, it got mailed out Monday, so it's on its way. Um, you get that mailed to you. Profile more than four hundred prospects around the state from the class of twenty nineteen to the class of twenty twenty two. You get that. You also get pre order for the two thousand and nineteen summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. The new version of this which will come out in June. Uh, we will uh, mail it directly to you. Don't run around to Walmart, H E B, Brookshire's. Uh, instead, let us mail it directly to you. Uh, subscribers got a year er- or a week early last year. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including computer rankings of every Texas high school football team, computer projections of every Texas high school football game, uh, a season's worth of Tep Step, our, pre-season, our, our premium high school football podcast from Matt Stepp and I, uh, recruiting analysis from our friends at Next Level Athlete, insider interviews, tons of great premium content at TexasFootball.com, all that, everything I just listed, for the low, low price of 19.95 for an entire year. 19.95 for an entire year. And let me tell you, uh, there's a holiday coming up on the 25th. I forget its name. But if you're looking for a gift for somebody, and somebody who's particularly hard to shop for, might I suggest the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider Package. $20, bucks, you are done, you dust your hands off, and you say, there you go, Uncle Jim. Enjoy football for a year. It's texasfootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Max, let's go to the hotline and bring in the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. The state semifinals are on hand, so why not talk a little bit of high school football uh, with Craig Way, who joins us now. Craig, uh, I I think that right now is when uh, the casual high school football fan starts to check in to high school football, so allow me to say happy holidays to you.
3: Yeah, and and then not only that, this is also the time of year where you and I do the old thing about flying too close to the sun. We do... All we want to do is consume it, consume it, consume it, and then after next weekend, it's gone. It's gone. So, uh, but that's but we greedily gobble up all that we can these weeks of the playoffs, and that includes the Final Four this week.
0: And so, I, I want to kind of touch very quickly on what happened last week. Uh, we've got a number of teams. Uh, in the state semifinal that I think it's fair to say we did not expect in the state semifinal. Is there one team in particular uh, who is going to be playing this week uh, that you have found yourself particularly uh, surprised by uh, that they have made it this far?
3: Yeah, I, I really am. Now, you know, there, there's with a the tip of the cap and a nod to, to Tascosa, obviously, and Iowa Park, uh, I think, the 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 one that's leaping off the page at me is Santaba. I mean, mm-hmm. I went back and I looked at a lot of uh, the, the things, the research that I'd done before the start of the year. I looked at what you guys had written down mm-hmm. before the, the start of the year, and and Santaba is like nowhere to be found on any of our expectation lists. And the two years removed from being winless uh, for a, a program with no discernible history and tradition of high school football excellence Uh, for what has happened with that program. uh, It's, it's been extraordinary to see whether it continues this week against new deal or whether it ends and, or whether it goes on to the state championship, whether they win a state title or fall or whatever, uh, what's happened there. Has stood out to me more than any other program.
0: And and that's certainly saying something for you to say that that's the most surprising thing because, you know, that's kind of the long term view of it is that if you look back and you say, uh, you know, at the preseason rankings, then yeah, San Saba has absolutely come out of nowhere. That's not to mention uh, the. Uh, shall we say um, more recent Cinderella stories that we have? Uh, teams like Decatur, teams like Iowa Park, uh, you know, teams like Wichita Falls Rider, who maybe entered the playoffs with ugly records, but have suddenly found themselves 48 minutes away from a trip to AT and T Stadium. It seems to me that that we there, there always tends to be one or maybe two of these teams every year, but it, it seems like we've got. Uh, more than we've we've seen in quite a while of these true Cinderella stories that were kind of written off as the playoffs begun and have just forgotten how to lose.
3: Yeah, yeah, you know it's a fistful of them, and and you know, Ted, um, I remember so vividly last year, right after the the, the epic, after the the the, the incredible, the, the Highland Park Mammal game. You and Rick Renner asking me off the set all on. Uh, on the air, on the set, was it the greatest Texas high school football game ever played. And at the time, I said, let me step back from a little bit. Having just called it, I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. And then when I got further away from it and saw everything else, then my answer was yes. Yes, it was. At least in my opinion, it was the greatest high school football game ever played. So you know me as a guy who does not like to be a prisoner of the moment. Mm -hmm. And that would include schools like Decatur and Iowa Park and Ryder, and again, going back to the research, I looked at this uh, also and um, with also a nod to what may happen in terms of the uh, uh, Coach of the Year uh, consideration or honors Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. All of these programs that we mentioned uh, were expected to be decent, decent to good. In fact, uh, looking at uh, your preseason rankings, uh, Decatur and Iowa Park, they were they showed up in the rankings. They weren't like you know right at the top echelon, but their names were there. They're, they they showed up. Uh, Ryder was picked second in the district. You know that so that they they didn't completely come from nowhere. It, it, now Taskosa mm-hmm. uh, was was picked by many uh, to finish you know uh, below the top third tier in their district, and it made perfect sense. So what Coach Plunk has done there has been fantastic to see. Uh, but I think you made a really good point on the show last week where you said by the time the wheat began to separate from the chaff, we became unsurprised by Tascosa's run based on the other things. Had they lost to Halton, we would have went, yeah, okay. Halton's had this magical Cinderella ride. By the same token, when Tascosa beat him, it was like, yeah, okay. Tascosa's got it rolling. It makes sense. So, So that's – you know, that's, that's where they fit, I think, into the scheme of it all.
0: We're talking with Craig Way, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer here on Texas Football Today. Get involved with in the conversation, the hashtag TF Today. Uh, so now we are into semifinal weekend, 20 games scattered across the state for 20 spots at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. And And what strikes me most is that a lot of these movies we've seen before, uh, we've seen Canadian and Gunter, and we've seen Highland Park uh, and Denton-Ryan. We, we've seen these two teams uh, go at it before uh, for spots at, at the state championship games. Uh, I particularly, this is me, I subscribe to the idea that teams, that some teams can just have other teams' numbers. And and that's what it kind of feels like uh, in a couple of these games. Uh, I'm interested in your perspective on that, especially with a number of rematches uh, going on this week. Do do you feel like there's there's a uh, a situation where there's just one team, even though they only see each other once a year, uh, at, you know, in in the state semifinals? Do you feel like there's a, a sense that one team just kind of uh, has the playbook and has the blueprint on how to beat another team?
3: It used to be that way. I'm going to tell you, Ted, mm-hmm. in, in the '70s and '80s and into the '90s. It used to be that way for Odessa Permian against the entire Dallas Fort Worth metroplex. Mm-hmm. It was whoever they were, pla- other than Plano, and 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 it was and and they could beat anybody. Didn't matter what the rematch was. But the standalone exception was Plano, and Plano had Permian's number uh, back in the day. So th- there was historical precedent on some of that going on. I see where you're going with it. Um, I think it's more likely. I know this is not going to be the popular choice here, and I won't be shocked if it, if it goes the other way, but I think it's more likely to happen with Gunner Canadian mm. than it is Ryan and Highland Park. And, and I, I put that on the Ryan defense because I think they might be able to step up to the floor just as John Stephen Jones put the Scots on his back last year. Now, the, the, the Scots are more than just that quarterback piece. They proved that last week in coming from behind against John Tyler. Uh, you know, you figure with a with a really well coached program, with outstanding athletes and a good defense. If not now, when? And and that's kind of where I am with with Ryan on that deal with Canadian and Gunner. I, I think Canadian is still a growing 3A program, so there may be it may be another year away from them. But it wouldn't surprise me if they beat the Tigers. They they've been really good, and and uh, you know, so it it certainly wouldn't surprise me. But I would probably lean toward Gunner, and I and and I I don't know. I've just got this weird feeling about Ryan this week. Uh,
0: let's uh, let's kind of transition now to um, to something we were talking about yesterday here on the show. We were kind of kicking around names. Uh, we hand out the iCoach Inspirational Coach of the Year award here uh, at TexasFootball.com and Dave Campbell's Texas Football to the most outstanding high school football coach in the state. Um, an impossible task. <laughs> I mean, there are so many I think great. We listened ch- to about
1: forty guys. Oh
0: my gosh! Yeah, we we just rattled them off. Um, I'm interested in your perspective. Um, who, from a coaching perspective, knowing full well and admitting off the top that this is an impossible task and there's no way to honor all the all the guys who are certainly worth honoring, are there a couple of guys who spring to mind as far as uh, in your mind being uh, being in contention for a coach of the year honor?
3: Well, I I've got a name for each of. The classification, oh. but but you're saying, but you're saying it's got to be one guy overall.
0: I am I am saying, saying? Uh, my friend, I'm saying we can just let you go. You can you can tell us. I'm I'm happy to have as many nominees as possible and make us do them Make us do the dirty work.
3: Okay. Well, you're my nominee. Okay. Uh, 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 starting off in six A, I think it's Ken Plunk at, at, at TASCOSA. Mm-hmm. Again, a program that has been decent. But wasn't expected to be a big world beater, and it's what the first state semifinal appearance for that school since '64, and the first for an Amarillo school in the largest classification since what '92. So I like I like him uh, in five. This is gonna sound a little bizarre, but I like Brad Butler at Shadow Creek. Mm-hmm. It's it, I I know they had a lot of good players coming in. I I, I get all that. It's still the first year. And for them not to drop a game and for them to make the run that they made stands alone. You still have to go out and win all those games and come from behind twice to beat Foster to do it. So that that was my choice in 5A. In 4A, I like Don Hyde at La Vega. I know La Vega had a lot of talent and everything. It was still his first year. Uh, he was in a difficult district, as we know, with Stephenville. And they had to overcome a couple of early season losses. They lost the heartbreaker to uh, – to Argyle. And then, yes, the old coaching axiom about letting one loss beat them twice, it happened. They lost to LBJ the next week. Hadn't lost since, mm-hmm. and they've been the hottest team in the state. And and Coach Hyde kind of marshaled them together in 4A. 3A, I like Brad Davis at Grandview. Yeah. They were supposed to be good this year, but they, they still had to push through the wall. And they've done it to get to the semifinal round. I'm going to be at that game Friday night. I, I really want to see that matchup with Yoakum. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I like what he's done there. And in 2A, the aforementioned San Saba the, the job that Jared Ficots did there is, is, and has done there is, is tremendous. And, and by the way, for six man is a bonus. I'll, I'll give you Clint Lennon at McClain yeah. for them having to be able to push through the wall. It, you know, we, we thought they'd do good. I think even in our preview show, I mentioned them as a possible, uh, we were talking about state championship uh, first timer. And I said, it could be them. And that was one of the ones, uh, but yeah, those would be the ones that come to mind
0: for me anyway. Uh, that's an excellent list. A lot of guys we named uh, yesterday, so I think we, uh, there's, there's a, uh, a growing consensus that there is this, this level of coaches who have done just a spectacular job. Uh, finally, Craig, we'll let you go. We're talking to Craig Way as we do every Wednesday uh, here on Texas Football Today, uh, although next Wednesday you'll be a bit busy, which kind of leads me into my next question. You know, we don't know who the teams are outside of uh, the, the 1A games. Uh, we do know the one A games. Uh, Milford uh, will will take on McLean, which is a really tasty six man matchup, by the way. Uh, and then uh, and then in the one A Division two matchup, Strawn will defend their crown against Follette. But the rest of the games are are kind of up in the air. You will be calling the one A game, both one A games. You'll be calling two A Division two. You'll be calling three A Division one, four A Division one, five A Division two, and then both six A games. Uh, Flying blind, knowing you knowing right now that you don't know who's playing in them, is there one game in particular that you're that you're like, all right, that's the game that I think we're gonna I'm gonna have the most fun calling
3: uh as a state championship matchup yes sir okay, uh yeah yeah uh it, 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 I've been saying this, I've been feeling this for seven, eight weeks at least now. It's the two teams that wind up in the 4AD one game, mm-hmm. which I think, uh, you know, it. I think it'll be La Vega and Carthage, but if Liberty Hill's there, doesn't surprise me mm-hmm. at all. Uh, and, and it's been a great run uh, for Decatur, but I, I think La Vega's going to continue its run. You're talking about two top five ranked teams, regardless of it. That's the one that just leaps off the page. Now, it, it's, it's the easiest knee jerk reaction thing in the world to say. Alan Northshore, because it'd be number one against number two, that they've been everybody's number one, and everybody's number two in in one form or the other in one order or the other, all season long. But I'm not a hundred percent sure Allen's beating Duncanville, mm-hmm. and I'm not a hundred percent sure that that North Shore is going to get past lake travis i I think those two teams will advance, uh, but in terms of what I've been thinking about for weeks and weeks and weeks on end. It's the four A game. That, the four A D one game. That's the one that's that's really been uh you know, gnawing at me over the past several weeks.
0: Max Thompson is over here nodding. That's his favorite bracket. It oh, has yeah. been all year long. Four AD
3: one is always my favorite.
0: <laughs> he is Craig it's Way incredible. He is the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer, the voice of Texas high school football. You can hear his fine work uh, on uh, the horn in Austin as well as on Fox Sports Southwest, including Saturday night for the state semifinal edition of High School Scoreboard Live, 11 uh, to, to 1 a.m. I can't believe they gave us another two hours, Craig. I, I, I guess we'll just have to find a way to talk about Texas high school football for two hours.
3: Somehow we'll do that, and I'll leave you with this had Todd Dodge in studio today, the, uh, the Westlake Chaparrals head coach, and he talked about trying to keep his kids loose and relaxed and confident and said, look, we all put a lot of pressure on ourselves. But at the end of the day, if we lose in the semifinals or if we lose in the championship, no one is going to take us home, fry us, cook us up, and eat us. So understand its place in your world.
0: Craig, always putting it in perspective. I will see you Saturday night, buddy.
3: All right, you got it.
0: There he goes, Craig Way, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. Uh, probably, his, I guess, his last uh, appearance on the show of the, of the year. Of the year. Of the year. Yeah. Uh, because he'll be a little bit busy Wednesday, and we won't have a show Wednesday. That's true. Um, so, uh, very, very excited. And, of course, Craig Way is the voice of Texas High School Football. You will hear him calling, uh, what did I say, seven of the ten Something games? Like that. Uh the other The other people, by the way, I have the, uh, if I can give you a little bit of uh, insight. I've got a little above-the-line uh, listing here that uh, – Ted Emmerich, the great Ted Emmerich, is going to call the uh, 4A Division II game on Friday and the 5A Division I game on Saturday. Uh, that's going to be great. And then, what a treat. Uh, two Thursday games. The Two early Thursday games are going to be carved by the great Mark Followell. Hello. The voice of the Dallas yes. Mavericks. Let's go. Mark Followell is a great... If you haven't heard him call football, he does, uh, college, he does some college football for Fox, and he does a fantastic job. We're in for a treat. Uh, so... Uh, the state championships are nigh upon us. I'm starting to get that kind of giddy feeling. Yeah, we're um, coming up maybe. on it. So, that is going to do it. Oh, wait. No, I guess nope. that's not. And now we go to Max Thompson. Nope.
1: We're, you have one more thing? Oh, before.
0: yeah, I'm sorry. Come on. There's a piece of paper I'm supposed to read. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Whataburger have teamed up to give the fans give fans the opportunity to honor the best and brightest stars in Texas high school football with the 2018 Whataburger Super Team. We need your help to select the 2018 Whataburger Super Team. The final ballot is official, uh, officially online uh, and uh, voting uh, starts uh, started November 5th and goes through the end of the year. The strike of midnight uh, on Monday, December 31st is when the ballot will close. Head to texasfootball.com slash whatasuperteam to cast your vote today. That's what's written on this piece of paper. And now we go to Max Thompson for America. America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts.
1: It's America's favorite segment. Let's let's get real here. I want to give a shout-out to a certain kind of viewer. Can I do that for a second? Oh, by all means. Shout-out to guys like John Neal, hmm. like uh, Rob Hadaway, hmm. like uh, Paul Roberts, whose football opinions we can trust, Brent Holman, the good fans who, when their teams don't play so well, or when they play an opponent who's pretty good, they go, you know what, I love my team, but that team was just, they're really good, man, hmm. because this is day – day two of hashtag where is dale
0: oh no uh
1: who i and i believe he's blocked step on twitter oh probably.
0: no i just want i want
1: to give it i will give a shout out to the to the guys who like you know what chalk it up to the guys who are better man i i just want to say i appreciate that shout out to john piper says great job uh to me for making all the magic happen john up there at the that- denco Iron show he's right i do make all the magic happen yes uh and matt step with the clutch throw in at the end we need uh, Follow Will to throw in, touchdown, Arthur Jefferson. Oh, my gosh. Wouldn't it
0: be great? That would be great. Anyway, go ahead. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbell's, And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for the final Thursday show on Texas Football Today.